Caleb. And I'm Ellie. Today, we're going to talk to you a little bit about what it's like building relationships with bio parents um, when you're in foster care. Uh, Ellie, do you want to talk a little bit about what that's been like for us? Yeah, so I think if you're a new foster parent or if you've been a foster parent for a long time, typically that uh, first initial meeting of the bio parents can be awkward and intimidating and you can feel nervous and all of the, all the feelings come up. Um, and it's so hard to like take off everything that you're feeling and really try to make sure that you're communicating to the bio parents everything that everything that they're needing to hear in the moment, even if you're not feeling those things at the time. Um, Cause it really just sets the precedent for your relationship with them moving forward that first initial, here's here's what we want to say to you. Yeah. And it's a good thing. I mean, you're really good at kind of thinking those things through beforehand because I definitely, I think in all of our times where we've met the bio parents have just clammed up and like not said anything and really kind of shut down as far as what. Yeah, we all you know. have our strong moments. And I definitely think my interactions with bio parents have always been like some of the more meaningful times for yeah. me. So what are some things that, like, worked for you with those interactions? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, first diving into it, first-time foster parents. Um, So our county does something called a back-and-forth journal. Not everyone does it, but essentially the idea behind it is that you're writing back and forth with the parent in between visits, kind of the basic, like, here's the kid's schedule, here's how much they waited their latest doctor's appointment. It's pretty, like... I mean, what they tell you to do is make it very, like, kid-focused. But, of course, I wanted to, like, throw encouragement out there, and especially since um, my first contact with our first bio mom was through the journal. Before we could meet her, we, we started the journal. So I just wanted to communicate with her right off the bat um, that you're, the main thing was, one, your child is safe and loved with us. Two, we're on your team. We're here for your child and for you. And number three is that my intention is to see your family restored. Just those, like, I just place myself in their position of, like, what are the fears that they're probably having? And it's like, A, they're probably scared that their kid's not safe. Like, which sometimes we get into our, like, you know, like, oh, I'm better than them. And they're the ones who put them, like, in an unsafe situation. So, they don't care about their safety, which is so not true. Yeah. We'll like, share the story from when, uh, the first bio mom that we met and what she said about what she thought the foster parents were going to be like. Yeah, I mean, she said she was like, I was so scared because I everything I've seen about foster care is that like is on the news of she's like, I thought it was going to be like some old people, which you can be old and foster, but she was like old gross people who have like 12 kids in their home. Um, so she was said she was like, I was shocked to see what you guys, you know, looked like. And, um, so, and when she told me that this was in our first icebreaker, when she told me that it was like a good reminder of like, yeah, these parents worry about where their kids are. Even if they had put them in unsafe situations, like they still care about the safety of their kids. Right. So giving them that initial, like you can focus on yourself, like your child is safe and loved, um, is, is helpful obviously, because they're their parent. Um, and then the second thing of, like, we're on your team and we're here for your kid, but we're also here for you. Um, 
most, again, most of these parents don't have a whole lot of like safe, um, what are the other words? Like supportive, healthy people in their life who mm-hmm. can support them. That's typically why they're in the situation that they're in. Um, so having someone who says like, you know, like we're here for you, like just one more person to like cheer them on, especially cause like the social worker and all these people are like criticizing them or like, you know, they get to like point out the things that they need to work on. Right. Whereas a foster parent, like you can be in the position of like, I don't have to do any of that. Like, I don't have to tell you what you need to do. I can just be supportive. So really honing in on that. And then the last thing of my intention is to see your family restored. Um, especially cause we had babies. I think a lot of parents fears are that like this person's trying to like take my baby and just right away just saying like our intention is not to take your kid like our intention is to see your family restored to be reunited and then again they can just we are also on track with the case goal yes like we are all on the same yes doing the same thing not like oh we're praying for you but we're gonna take your baby you know yeah but like being like no like this is our goal as foster parents um so yeah, so that was that was our first experience was I wrote all that essentially in a journal. Yeah. That not everyone, you know, not every county does like the back and forth journal thing. But, right. But we and I, I we don't really know this, but our thought is that we think every county has something like an icebreaker or similar to an icebreaker and that's not like, you know, answering fun questions about yourself before, you know, you meet the 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 bio parents, but it's more <laughs> like, hey, let's sit down with the caseworkers who are involved. And, and the bio parents and, and the foster parents and then talk through um, the child and their, you know, what things the parents want to have as part of their culture or like what foods they like and, and different things like that. That's kind of what right. an icebreaker is. Right. So, so yeah, when we um, would have those two, I remember you would always try to incorporate those three things um, yeah. throughout that. What, with it being, what was different about writing in the journal and then being in person? Um, I think similar, I know a lot of people, they don't do the back and forth journal, but they are allowed to exchange phone numbers. So sometimes even like that text is Mm. the first thing. So something with like written form is like, you can say the eloquent thought out thing well. Yeah. And then you can also like detach emotion from it. Like they can't like tell what your emotion exactly is. (laughs) Because at the time. We're on your team, you know. Yeah, Yeah. no, totally. Like, because at the time I was like, when I wrote that first note, um, we had had the kiddo for a month before visits started. So we had already kind of fallen into this routine of like the three of us are a little family. So, I mean, and I was, it was my first baby. So like, I'll be honest, like naturally for me, like, I don't know if I felt all those things, Sure. but it, I knew it was important to say. So with that being said, I think the difference of doing it in person is like, it kind of is harder to say in person because you're like. I have to muster up the, like, I need to say this, mm-hmm. even if I'm not feeling it and I need to say it, you know. So anyways, I feel like that's the biggest difference is, like. Yeah, just how your tone comes across and yeah, all just, those things. Yeah. yeah. Um, earlier when we were talking about this, you said something about um, being encouraged to hug the foster mom. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? The bio mom. No, the bio mom, yeah. Yes. Um, I Because so, you know we became foster parents four and a half years ago. 
And I remember in preparation for meeting the first bio mom, Jamie Finn from Foster the Family Blog had talked about meeting parents. And she said, like, that she always asked to hug them at the end of, like, meeting them. And so for the first bio mom I did ask, I was so nervous, but I did at the end ask if I could hug her. Uh, she said yes, so that's good. And you think that helped anything? Like, Yeah, I think, it, like, there's some, I mean, you know, they have, like, all those, like, research about like waiters when they like touch your arm during uh like while they're waiting on your table that like they're t- you're you tip higher t- I don't. have you not heard no, this i have not heard it's that. a thing it's like the physical connection breaks down barriers it makes you feel more connected to somebody yeah they have research that like if a waiter like touches the person at some point during the interaction that they'll like tip higher well, there you go. That's free for all the wait staff out there <laughs> listening to this. But so, so, so probably that can be applied in some way with bio parents of like that physical contact of like, even if it's just like maybe it's not a hug, but like, you know, we shook hands, hands with, with yeah. the dad, like whatever. It's like that physical barrier of like. I do think it kind of allows you. It, Again, going back to that, like we're all on the same team. Yes, is is kind of the thing. Totally, and it's not me against you and. So sometimes there are other times where you'll meet your your parent and it won't be under one of these official county settings. Do you want to share a little right. bit how about how that's been for us? Yeah, I mean, one of the times we met a parent in the hospital and we did not know we were going to meet them. Um, we were just supposed to go and meet the baby and talk to the nurses. Um, and the parent showed up at the same time as us, which was... Totally fine, but, like, in our little world, we're like, oh, my gosh, there's not a social worker present. (laughs) Yeah, it just really caught us off guard. It totally did. Um, But it was totally great. He was so kind. Um, It was, you know, honestly, it was, like, one of those moments where we were holding the baby, and the moment he came in the room, we, like, handed the baby back because we're like, he 100% felt like his, like, yeah. In every way, I yeah. was like, here's your baby. Um, and he was so good with him. Like, do you remember, like, the baby was so fussy, and when we handed him over, he, like, oh, he immediately stopped crying, stopped crying. Right away, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely one of those moments where it was like, I am I feel like I'm taking someone's kid. Yeah. Um, that was tough. But anyways, he was so sweet, and he had so many questions about the system, about, like, who am I supposed to call? And I keep getting this person is calling me. And do we, um, when do we exchange phone numbers with each other? And so, so much of that was like, he was like trying to navigate this system. And so I tried to like help walk him through like what to expect. But then also on top of that, you know, same thing of like, you know, why did you name the baby this? And, mm-hmm. you know, like we've been foster parents. This is now our third placement. And like, we're really rooting for you. And, I don't even think he – I don't know what was going through his head. He he did not seem, like, defensive or – you know, sometimes those other things of, like, the worry. Like, he was just like, that's really cool that you guys do this. Yeah. So it was, like, it was very casual. Um, but, yeah, same thing where it was, like, it wasn't the official setting. There wasn't a social worker present to be, like, you guys are meeting for the first time. But it was, like, this, like, I still wanted to make sure, like, okay, this is the first time we're meeting him. Like, I really want to make sure he knows – where we stand, um, again, it just lays the foundation for the rest of the case of those important things that you want to communicate. Yeah, like 
your child is safe and loved with us. We're on your team. Uh, and then our intention is to see you guys get restored. Yeah. yeah. So um, all of those things are in a resource that we created called Building a Relationship with Biological Parents, a look inside our back and forth journal with bio, bio parents. Um, you can access it for free on our website. All you got to do is flowerscoaching.com, uh, fill out the little form, and then you'll get an email that'll have it in your inbox. And it has more than just And it your has first more than contact. that. Yes. There's, uh, it talks about things you do as you building your relationship and then even what to do uh, when your case is closing mm-hmm. and how you kind of act with them, whatever the end of that looks like. Um, so, if you want to go to flowerscoaching.com, you can download it there. Also, it would mean the world to us if you would share this episode, if you know a foster parent who's going through um, this right now. Like yeah. they're either getting it, they have a new placement, or their, their case is coming to an end, and they could really use some like help with this. If you want to share the, this episode with them, that'd mean the world to us. So anything else? No. If you have any questions, feel free to read out, reach out to our Instagram or... Yeah, we love talking with foster parents about all the things. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day, and we will talk to you next time.